everybody and welcome back to Chester's Book Club starring Chester and Mummy. No. No? Mummy and... Ninja Kid. Oh, well, welcome to the show, Ninja Kid. This is your first time here, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. And Kenny. And Kenny. Both of you are here. And Grandpa and Mum. Oh, why? And his dad. So many people. I always have so many guest stars on the podcast. Especially those vehicles. What vehicles? The bat wheels, remember? Oh, yeah, all of those vehicles. You guys, they really filled up the room. Well, um, welcome to the show, Ninja Kid and Kenny. It's a good thing you're here because we're actually reading a book about you <laughs> called Ninja Kid. We've read chapter one and chapter two, and today we're going to read chapter three. But can you remind us what's already happened in chapter one and chapter two? Because it's been a few episodes since we've read it. Can you remember what happened to tell the listeners? Yep, tell them. But no one Okay, so just to recap, Nelson... Kane turned 10 and the morning he turned 10 he's discovered that he is actually a ninja and he's just turned into the last ninja on earth and his grandma I think had just said come with me because she was gonna help him is that where was that what was happening and Nelson's a bit of a kid who he like was a bit clumsy and Not that coordinated. And he thinks he's a nerd. He thinks he's a nerd. But. What's a nerd? Well, a nerd is maybe not always the nicest word, but it's someone who really, um, I think it's someone who really is not so much into sport and things, but they're into learning and reading. But I don't think it's a word we should really use. I think there's much nicer words. That's sort of him having some negative self-talk is what we'd say. Well, he's sort of calling himself a nerd like that's a bad thing, but it's not. So I think he just means like, oh, I'm not really coordinated, so there's no way I could be a ninja. I trip over my own feet. How could I be a ninja? All right, anyway, so Ninja Kid by Ando, Chapter 3. Grandma Pat's workshop was at the back of the junkyard, right between the broken teeth. No, three. Right between the broken TVs and a huge mountain of old tyres. Grandma spent hours in there tinkering away on gizmos, trying to make cool stuff for us to sell. Kenny and I had to weave our way through old prams and kitchen sinks to get there. It wasn't easy for Kenny who... Yeah, hold on Chester. I just think when we're reading books for the podcast, that might be a little bit annoying to the listeners of you pointing out words that you can see. But you're doing a great job of recognising words. Well done. Uh, One? No, hour. All right, should I keep reading? Between kitchen sinks to get there. It wasn't easy for Kenny, who was carrying a plate with a massive slice of birthday cake. He'd already eaten two whopping pieces, but insisted on bringing just one more with him. I get hungry when I'm working, he explained with a shrug. Thing is, Kenny doesn't do any working in the workshop. But he does do a lot of talking, joking and eating. My feet seemed to be moving much faster than normal and I was even able to leap over tall piles of junk without stumbling once. Normally I'd run out of breath just walking to the workshop. Wait for me! Woohoo! 
So he's sliding along some roof and Kenny's running after him saying, wait for me. Could this ninja talk be true? Surely these powers have been given to the wrong kid. There were all sorts of buzzing noises coming from inside the workshop. We pulled open the sliding doors and found Grandma hunched over something. It was the microwave clothes dryer, only now it seemed to have a long hose with a nozzle attached to the end. Hello boys, she jerked the nozzle oh hello boys. She jerked the nozzle back and a blue laser beam suddenly shot out with a loud bang. Duck she yelled. The beam was heading straight for Kenny. My arms darted out faster than ever before and I pulled Kenny out of the way. The laser hit the plate of food instead. Zap! Duck! Grandma's saying. Hey, where'd my cake go? said Kenny. Suddenly we heard a sound like a coin dropping on the floor. I looked down to the floor and there was the plate of cake. Only it had shrunk to the size of a grape. Well, what do you know? That would, that would, that would be really easy to eat. We just need one mouthful. Yep, just could nearly slope it up. Yeah. So it'd be a bit disappointing because you I get could less cake. I just ca- eat it from that big. Yeah, it's on the tip of his finger, but he doesn't get as much cake to eat. Well, what do you know? My zapomatic works, cried Grandma. What about my cake? yelled Kenny. But then he began to smile. Grandma, I need to borrow this machine the next time I have to eat Brussels sprouts. Grandma showed us the nozzle on the machine. A green vegetable. They're actually really yummy. Um, They look like tiny little lettuces, but they don't taste like lettuce. Grandma showed us the nozzle on the machine that could make things 10 times smaller or 10 times bigger. I hung my sweater on a rack. Grandma adjusted the nozzle, aimed at them and fired. Zap! The sweaters instantly shrank to the perfect size. I pulled one back on and gave Grandma a high five. Yeah! I have some other cool stuff to show you, said Grandma. Follow me. Grandma led us to the far wall of the workshop. She stopped and looked at it with a big grin. I could see nothing there but dust and a few cobwebs. Ah, really cool wool, Grandma, said Kenny sarcastically. We've never seen a wool before. Boys, said Grandma, smirking. I don't think you have seen one of these before. And with that, she pressed a bunch of bricks in sequence. And before our eyes, the wall began moving. What the? Behind it was a dark passage. Grandma stepped into the darkness. Well, what are you waiting for? She called. Come on into my secret workshop. Inside was filled with amazing high-tech devices. There were silver shoes, a bionic glove, and laser beams of all shapes and sizes. I couldn't believe what, what I was laser seeing. Beams? Um, lasers, things that shoot out lasers. So a laser beam is the beam of light that comes from a laser. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Where are we? asked Kenny. We're inside the tyres, Grandma explained. I started working on this place years ago, dug a tunnel into the tyre mountain and built this, a top secret place to protect my most important inventions and training equipment. All of this has been waiting for you, Nelson. For me, I said. All of this was for me? Was I dreaming? Ouch! Kenny pinched me hard on my elbow. I could tell you thought you were dreaming, said Kenny, but you're awake. I'll do whatever I can to help you, said Grandma. If I were a ninja, I would teach you ninja skills, but I'm not. What did that do? I don't know, but I'm not. I'm an inventor. So this is what I have to help you fulfill your destiny. It doesn't even tell you what those are. I think they're robot hands. 
I reached out for well, some. What can li- they well, do? listen here, listen. I reached out for some funny-looking gloves. You're not quite ready for those," said Grandma. "We'll have to work up to this stuff. First thing first. Grandma leaned over and tapped my bag. This is no ordinary backpack, Nelson. It powers the devices that you're going to need. I looked at the backpack and noticed some small plug holes. This was crazy. No way, Grandma. This is nuts, I said. I can't do this. I can't be a ninja kid. I'm the weak. I'm the weakest person I know. That's Yes, would you like to read the book? I can. Do you want to read the book? I'll point to a word when you can read it. Right. I can't be a ninja kid. I'm the weakest person I know. How? I supposed to help anyone? You, Nelson, (laughs) this might not be enjoyable for the readers. You can, Nelson. A person's strength lies not in their muscles, but up here. She tapped her head. And you are very strong up here, Nelson. She continued quite serious now. People often give up too early, not realising they can unlock great power when they keep on trying. And trying comes from inside you. I suppose she could be right. Grandma was certainly a person who kept on trying. She grabbed the backpack. You might not get it the first time, but you just have to pick yourself up and try again. That's the only way to learn. Look at my inventions. They Uh, hardly ever work the first time. Is that a bottle? I'm not sure. I think it is. Grandma connected a laser beam to the side of the backpack. The nozzle fell off and crashed to the floor. Clunk. Oops, it just needs a little more sticky tape. Just then, Kenny pressed a button on the corner of the pack. Oops. A pair of chopsticks came flying right at me. Pow! I jumped out of the way just in time. Sorry, said Kenny. That was close. Grandma pulled out a small box and handed it to me. This box contains the most important items a ninja student needs, she said. What are they, I asked. Band-aids. Is that what the grandma said? Yep. And that is the end of chapter three. I'm going to read one more chapter. Why do you think band-aids are the most important um, item for a ninja student? Because you'll hurt yourself a lot. You might hurt yourself a lot, yeah. Practicing and learning. Well, that was the end of Ninja Kid Chapter 3. We might read another chapter for the next podcast so that people can see what happens to Nelson Kane. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Chester's Book Club. If you have a favourite book you'd like us to read, you can send us an email at chestersbookclub at gmail.com. We love getting your emails and reading new books. We love hearing from you. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.